Hello, welcome to Sip Tea with Allie, and yes, I'm making another podcast episode this week. It's going to be a lot shorter, um, and it's going to be on a topic that I feel like needs to be addressed. Hello, today I thought it would be interesting to talk about how we need to be more proud of ourselves. And not in a prideful way. When I mean that we need to be more proud of ourselves, we need to acknowledge how even if we don't make some sort of huge accomplishment or, you know, overcome some sort of trial or complete a huge milestone in our life, there's still a lot that we accomplish on a day-to-day basis that we should be proud of. We should acknowledge and tell ourselves, good job, because we deserve it. And I'm not saying it in a prideful way. There comes a point where you can go way too far with this. So you need to have balance, just like with anything in general. Balance is key. Moderation is key. And when it comes to being proud of yourself, you have to acknowledge that, yes, there's going to be times where I mess up and I am going to be really, really hard on myself. But you that's when you need to like step back and look at the situation from afar, not from super up close where you're just honing in on all of your mistakes, all of your worries, all those things that are coming back to get you. You step back and you look at where you have been, where you're coming from, and where you hope to be. And you look at the situation and you ask yourself, okay, was it really that bad? Or maybe it was okay to make a mistake. How can I learn from it? It's something that I personally struggle with a lot. Um, If I make a mistake or if I don't achieve a certain goal that I want to achieve or accomplish something amazing and big, I start to push myself down and it just keeps on snowballing. It's like this snowball effect. Like, once I start to see, oh, I didn't accomplish this, I start to worry, like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to accomplish this later in life because I didn't accomplish this. Um, And then I just keep on going and I keep on worrying. And that little tiny snowball turns into, like, a giant ball of snow that is messy. It's not even, like, cute enough to be a snowman. (laughs) Um... And I feel like in our society, it's important to step back and not look at what other people are achieving, what other people are are doing with their lives. You know, we need to stop comparing and we need to just step back and be like, okay, good for them, you know, and move on, you know, like that's where I feel like the internet can be very dangerous. Um, 
and dangerous in the sense that it can cause us to sin a lot, whether we acknowledge it or not. And I've noticed this. Um, the internet, like specifically, like you know, social media, like Instagram, uh, it allows for a lot of room of just aimless scrolling um, or mindless scrolling, and a lot of comparison. Um, it, and then comparison can lead to jealousy, anger, hurt, sadness, um, and much more. So you have to find balance again. Like if you're going to spend your time on social media, spend it wisely, take in content that you know is healthy and there's nothing wrong in being happy for other people on social media and um, congratulating them on things. Like, I feel like that is important because it allows us to humble ourselves, right? And it does help us to practice humility if we're struggling and we're struggling with comparison and much more. It can be a means of overcoming that. More often than not, it's going to be something that triggers comparison, that triggers jealousy. The other day, I was listening to a song. It was actually last week, I believe. Um, I was listening to a song called Jealousy, Jealousy by Olivia Rodrigo, and she just released this album last week. Um, I've only listened to two or three songs off the album, but this is one that I've listened to, and... The lyrics in this song are very relatable. Um, I think she says something like, I think I think too much about kids who don't know me. And uh, co-comparison is killing me slowly. And at the beginning of the song, she says, I think I want to throw my phone. I, I think she says something like, I kind of want to throw my phone across the room. Um, and she's basically talking about how social media makes her feel like you need to be happier or prettier and it's true because from a lens like social media can make you seem like your struggles don't matter and everyone else is just happy-go-lucky they're like life is great look at what I'm accomplishing and look at um how much joy I'm experiencing. And again, it's so important to be happy for others. But I'm saying that, like, you have to be very careful on social media because I have let it get to my head, if you know what I mean. And it's usually, like, subconsciously. Like, I'm not even trying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just scrolling and I'm like, oh, that's so cute or oh how good for them etc and then suddenly I'll see something that for for no apparent reason bothers me and makes me jealous or um more often than not it actually makes me compare myself I experience a lot of comparison um and whenever I'm on social media and that's not it's not healthy guys and I think it's something that girls especially struggle with because we already have a lot of self-image doubts like body image etc that just come and a lot of it can be just hormones 
and outside influences, internal influences, whatever it may be, that can trigger us to feel that way. And it it can happen so easily. You see someone, you know, rocking a certain outfit that you wish you could pull off. And then you start to look at yourself in the mirror differently. And it's something that I feel like our society needs to acknowledge our society needs to stand up for and when I mean our society I mean you guys you guys are a part of society and I don't mean that in the like a way that you need to be a part of society you know if anything we need to not be a part of society we need to go out of this sphere of so-called positivity about body image when really it's not and speak up about how social media can be detrimental to a person's mental health. I actually wrote a um, a short research paper about this for my writing course last semester. And, um, well, I guess in the fall, because I guess last semester would technically be like, now it's spring. I, well, it's still technically spring. I, I don't know. But in the fall semester, I had to write a paper about this. It was given, um, she gave us these options. Um, and I picked that one. Um, it was like a prompt. And so I did my research. And I mean, if you look at the statistics of like how social media can be detrimental to a person's mental health and positivity, their self-image, and etc. I mean, it's crazy how many people it affects, and especially teen girls. Um, It was really sad to look at the statistics and um, kind of start to compare them and contrast them and, you know, see what was triggering, triggering a lot of it. And it personally, like, stuck with me. And at the time, I was still kind of on social media. Definitely not as much. I actually took a seven-month break last year in the summer, and it was great. I got it back towards the end of the summer, which is probably not the best idea because I feel like you really need to be soaking in all the time that you have in the summer or whenever you are, you know, on a break from school and, you know, just lots of assignments or work or whatever you really need to be soaking in every minute because you're gonna regret being on a phone or just taking pictures the entire time I think I used to be upset that sometimes I didn't take pictures of certain memories or certain things but I think those ended up being some of the best memories I have the ones that aren't caught on camera Um, and even though I'm so thankful that we live in a, you know, in an age where we can take pictures on a cell phone and share them with people and look back on the good times, I feel like it's so important to be in the here and the now and not wish that you could return back to that memory or that moment in the past and just focus on the here and the now. So back to what I was saying about how we need to be basically acknowledge that we are doing a good job even if we failed, if you know what I mean. 
that doesn't mean that you should be like, oh, this is great. I don't have to try again. No, (laughs) try again. That's the good thing about failure is that you have the opportunity to try and try and try and try and try again. And if you think about it, look at all the really successful people in the world. Like when I'm reading my history book, it's so amazing because even though I'm like, wow, this person accomplished so much with their life, like I'm never going to compare to that. But you can, you know, like I think about how there's so many people, especially in the science world, um, when I was studying different scientists and things and different discoveries in my Western Civ class um, over the past two years, I've been able to see how these people would have their, their theories, their ideas, their opinions refuted so many times they would fail when they were trying to accomplish an experiment, but what did they do? They got back up again and they acknowledged that, okay, I'm proud of myself for making it this far. And they kept moving forward. You know, I think before you just stop and allow yourself to fail and feel miserable, like, Tell yourself that you're proud of yourself, first of all. Tell yourself, okay, whether or not I, you know, got this score on this test that I wanted or I um, accomplished X, Y, and Z today or I, you know, did this well or whatever or failed this this project or whatever, um, whether or not you, I guess, like, did it to the standards that you wanted to there's always room for improvement and you have to acknowledge that that's just a big milestone for accomplishing you know even if the results weren't something that you were happy with whatsoever it's an accomplishment just like acknowledging the fact that you did that thing you you did you took that test that you were scared to take whether or not you got that great score or not you know, that doesn't matter. It's the fact that you put your all in it. And if you put your all in it, and if you studied hard, and if you worked hard, give yourself a pat on the back. Be proud of yourself. Don't, don't push yourself down just because you got a grade lower than, you know, those around you or your peers, etc. That's where self-comparison you know like that just like stuff like that is just so toxic and that's one of the reasons why I really admired Olivia Rodrigo's choice of like including the song Jealousy Jealousy on her album Sour um I haven't really listened to any other song on that album except Jealousy Jealousy but I have to tell you that that one's a really moving song you can hear the passion in her voice I will warn you that she does take God's name in vain, and as a Catholic, I know that that is a big sin. Um, So usually when I listen to this part of the song, you're probably like, oh, she's so childish. You know, she can't listen to it, but it's not right. It, It really is wrong. It's like, if you think about all the curse words in the world, like, that's that really is the worst, guys. Um, And so many people say it on a daily basis, so please, like, do not take God's name in vain. Um, you're, you're breaking one of the Ten Commandments. Well, you're actually breaking the um, First Commandment. So be careful with, with your words.
guys. Um, but I will warn you that that is in the song, so usually I just skip over that tiny part. Um, but that song is just, you can hear the passion in her voice and the the feelings. I don't really know how to explain it, but just all the feels, you know? How she's just able to really put that passion out there and... I really admire when an artist is able to just like put their all out there. You can hear it in their voice. You can hear it within the lyrics. And that song was really moving to me because it was like, wow, I'm not alone. (laughs) And I know like none of us are alone. But when it comes to comparing yourself with others or putting yourself down because you didn't accomplish something, and being your worst critic, I feel like it is so important to realize that everyone else is experiencing that to some sort of degree. And it might not be even the same sort of experience. Someone could be extremely successful in life and never fail, but still have something that is weighing them down, you know? And I think um, it's the people that smile, sometimes it's the people that smile the most and seem the most okay whether it's on social media or even on real life that end up um struggling on the sidelines you know you don't know that and I know C.S. Lewis wrote about that and there's so many other amazing quotes from different people that talk about how like a smile could hold so much you know sometimes it can be so genuine but other times it could be hiding so much like person that is joyful all the time might have something you know that we don't see on the surface and that's why I think it's so 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 important to never judge anyone and never put anyone down to build yourself up you know like that's why bullying is so toxic but a lot of people turn to it because it is a means of numbing the pain because they're jealous of something you don't have they are struggling with something whether it's at home like their home life friend life school life you know maybe their relationship with god whatever it may be you know sometimes people act a certain way for a reason you know sometimes it might just seem like someone singling you out and trying to put you down or maybe even you are doing that without even realizing it to someone else. And I think so much of what how we act is a reflection of like sometimes the pain that we experience that we're too afraid to acknowledge. And that's another thing. Like if you're very upset about something or you are just not proud of yourself whatsoever, you just want to keep on belittling yourself think that's the correct term step back and take a deep breath and turn to God that's the best thing you can do in any situation but that's really when the devil is trying to get to you is when you are at your weakest when you are at your breaking point and especially at the end of the day when people are tired when people are are just to their breaking point or or just 
not in the mood, that's when the devil tries to get you because he knows that's when you're weak. You know, he knows that he can he can get to you some sort of way. So I've noticed that when I'm tired or bored sometimes um, because I've been so on social media more recently and I should not be um, because I told myself I was going to cut it out of my life. Um, I... I notice that like I'll go on there when I'm tired and when I'm bored and when I do that I start that's when the I just dropped my phone sorry guys that's when people start to get to me if you know what I mean like sometimes somebody will say something that I don't agree with on social media and that will get me all fired up or sometimes I'll see something that makes me start comparing myself with others and I do think this is something that we need to acknowledge more, like comparison, the fact that whether or not you fail or accomplish something, you should still be proud of yourself. I was talking to a friend about this um, just yesterday and the day before through text. We were talking about how, you know, sometimes it can feel like you're just you can just feel so crummy for not accomplishing much or just kind of chilling vibing because you just don't have that energy or that mentality to do something and I'm dedicating this episode to you my dear friend and anyone else that is struggling with that because when she reached out to me I was very touched because I was like oh my goodness I've been thinking about this a lot lately And I knew that God had, like, called us to talk about that. And it was a really sweet conversation. It's it's still kind of going, and I love it. Um, And I think at the end of the day, you really need to pat yourself on the shoulder and say, I'm proud of myself because you got out of bed today. You put your hair up. you, you, You ate. And even if you didn't even, like, even if you stayed in bed all day, you woke up and you breathed. Like, here's an applause, okay? Like, you did it, right? Um, And I think it is so important to celebrate the little things, those little accomplishments. Of course, don't let it get to your head whatsoever. And acknowledge that you're going to have to achieve certain goals and there's just certain things that you are going to have to accomplish whether it's an assignment a work project whatever like you have to do it but instead of just going head first into something when you are just not in the right mental state or right mindset take a step back look at how far you've come give yourself a pat on the back I don't know give yourself a hug I know that sounds stupid but give yourself a hug and forgive yourself too if I find that I am my worst critic that I can be so hard on myself and I've been doing that a lot recently because you know even though now I can see I accomplished two big milestones this month actually three I want to say three big milestones um I still felt a lot of I guess a lot of, like, anger at myself. Um, You know, it's like when you work hard for something and it doesn't 
quite turn out the way you wanted it to, it it can hurt a lot, you know, when you put so much passion, you put so much time towards something, like, I don't even know, like, 50, 60 plus hours of work into something, and you didn't quite get an outcome you were expecting, or, um, you know, like, whether it is you're just kind of, like, walking through your day, and then, you know, we find out that a family member dies, or you put so much work and passion into something that you love, and then you're just, you just know, oh no, it's not going to be right, it's not going to sound good. Those are things that have been running through my mind, especially this past week, and even like the beginning of this week, um, and I think I'm starting to come to a point where I'm, I'm proud of myself, where I'm like, okay, whether or not I expected those things, like, I did them, I went through them, I think I'm stronger because of them. I've learned a lot this month. Um, It's been crazy. It's been a super long month, crazy month. But, and I've experienced so many different emotions. I think a lot of, a lot of sorrow and defeat. But the fact that I'm still standing and I'm still breathing and I am, I'm awake. I'm in my room. My bed is made, guys. Like, I have reasons to be proud of myself today, and you do too. Whether that is just making your bed, like let's say you have a hard time taking the time to make your bed in the morning, do that. It sets a good mindset for the day. And I have seen a lot of videos where people have done research on how just making them, some of the most successful people are the ones that take the time to do those things. It sounds crazy. But people who take the time to neatly make their bed and put away a few things and instead of putting them off, try to accomplish them in that moment, whether you feel like it or not, that's something I'm still working on. (laughs) Those are the people that end up being very successful because they understand that sometimes it takes baby steps. Sometimes it takes just those little things to put you in the right mindset for the day and to get you in that mood where you're like, yes, I'm going to rise and I'm going to conquer, um, and, and do it, you know, I think something that can make it hard to, like, face a task that we're dreading is because we put so much pressure on ourselves, or we start to doubt ourselves, or more importantly, we doubt that God will guide us through that task, through that trying, time or whatever we have to face, whether it is um, having a conversation with someone that you've been dreading for a long time, you know, whether it's like someone from work or um, I don't know, or maybe you have been putting off an assignment or some sort of project, the best thing that you can do is step to your desk or wherever, just say, God, I I really don't know what I'm doing right now. I don't know where I'm going to be in a day or two from now, in a week, in a year, in a you know, in a month, in a year, um, in months, you know, whatever. I don't know where I'm going to be from now, but from like here on out. But I know that you are going to be with me through it all. I don't know what this project, what kind of outcome this project will have, 
but I know that whatever the outcome it is, you know, it was meant to happen. And even if it's not something I wanted or I expected, it has a purpose. It has a meaning, you know, it's like in storytelling, everything has a meaning and everything has a purpose. And I talked, we talked about this in my writing class, um, like a few weeks ago about how if you put a prop or just mention something in act one, just something little like, let's say there is a gun on the mantle. This is a a very um, generic cliche example because a lot of professors use this, but (laughs) it's just my go-to because this is what they told me. If you put a gun on the mantle, let's say you're like writing a Western story if you put a gun on the mantle in the first act it better be like picked up and the trigger must be pulled by act three (laughs) everything has a purpose and god is telling a story through your life through those through those things that maybe seem like huge defeats to you but what if those huge defeats were like battles that you actually won and you didn't even realize it you know, um, just be proud of yourself and learn to love yourself. And again, like there comes a point where loving yourself and being proud of yourself can be prideful and can be a sin. But you guys know what I mean when I, when I talk about loving yourself, you know, love yourself for the person that God created you to be. Love yourself through those but I think we we need to learn to love ourselves the most when we seem like we hate ourselves the most, if you know what I mean. Um, when we, we don't like something um, that we did in the past, we don't like our appearance, etc. That's when we need to take a step back and ask God to help us to see ourselves through his eyes and see others especially through his eyes. You know, don't be wrapped up in comparing, etc. And if you need to, cut social media out of your life altogether. I know you're like, I'm going to be missing out on so much. And I've thought the same thing many times when I've taken breaks for many months. And, And even if it's like a detox for a week, I've done that a few times here and there. It can be so relieving, guys. And you don't feel like this constant desire to pick up your phone and take a picture of something like you just take a picture with your mind and you soak in those memories you soak in those times and I feel like that's when God allows us to really just see our struggles see the world through his eyes is when we're not looking through a phone lens a camera lens but we're looking through it through the eye you know we're looking at life with the eyes that he blessed us with those beautiful eyes, whatever color they are, they're gorgeous, and he created them that way, whether you love them or not, you know, every little inch of your body, you know, (laughs) I, something, I mean, I, I often think about things that I'm insecure about, like, um, I, I will mention a few because it does feel like it helps to just say those things out loud and be vulnerable. Like, my toes are, like, my big, between my big toe and my 
I don't know, my other toe. <laughs> um, there's like a pretty big gap between. I think most people don't have, yeah, most people don't have that gap in between. Like you could probably fit another toe there. That's kind of, if I put my finger there, like my index finger there, I would fit perfectly fine. <laughs> So that's something I've been kind of insecure about. I have big feet, wide feet, actually. And it does make it hard to find heels and different things that fit. Um, I have, like, so many different, like, tiny and even kind of, like, big moles on my arm. Like, a lot of them. Um, I recently started getting a little bit of freckles on my shoulders. And I don't know how because I don't go in the sun enough but that's okay. (laughs) I have really big hands, honestly. It's kind of weird because I feel like a lot of girls have cute little tiny hands and like mine is big. Like I'm not the only one who has this though. I have a few friends that I've talked about this with. I'm like, okay, not, I'm not alone. Um, but it is kind of, a little unusual um and I do have like friends who are a lot tinier than I am in terms of like feet and hand size proportions and stuff <laughs> which is a weird thing to be insecure about but I think the devil will do anything to get you to see that you are not worth what God sees if you know what I mean so I hope that you can learn to love yourself and I hope that you can learn to be proud of yourself. Like give yourself a pat on the back. Like I want you to do that right now. Good job. You did it. (laughs) I also want you to forgive yourself right now. Woohoo. If you did it, I'm proud of you. (laughs) And I'm going to do the same thing right now. Allie, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. Um, and I'm sorry that I have treated you, it feels really weird to talk to myself like this, I'm sorry I have treated you like you are anything less than what God says you are, and I'm proud of you. (laughs) It's weird to, like, refer to yourself as you, I probably could have said me, I'm proud of me, there we go, (laughs) I forgive me. I feel like we do need to learn that we are not alone. A lot of people compare themselves. A lot of people struggle with their body image. A lot of people think that they are less than what God says they are. And I want you guys to know that that's not true, that that's not right, that those are just lies um if you have seen the music video for the song fear is a liar that's a good one um i'm very picky about my praise and worship or christian music but that's one i did find was very moving fear is a liar i'm also going to give you guys some other songs because i don't know about you but i find that music has been so healing Like, when I feel those feelings coming and, like, the devil, like, trying to get to me, I I immediately try to refocus on something else. 
And my mom sent me, let me see if I can find it. My mom sent me a quote the other day. Here it is. Such a good one. I'm reading this to you guys. Um, This is from St. Francis de Sales. Such an amazing saint. It's um, one of my mom's favorite saints. And he's starting to become one of mine as well. Like he's, he's, um, he's an amazing writer. And I think he actually might be the patron saint of writers. Now that I think about it. Or journalist or something. Because um, I'm pretty sure I was researching this whenever I was writing a, um, a seven-page compare and contrast paper last, well, in the fall. I'm pretty sure I looked that up because I was like, I need to ask for a saint's intercession. So I, I'm pretty sure I asked for his. But he writes a lot about like anxiety and temptations and different things. Amazing writer. And he said, when you, find your, when you find your heart growing sad, divert yourself without a moment's delay. Make a visit. Enter into conversation with those around you. Read some amusing book. Take a walk. Sing. Do something. It matters not what. Provided you close the door of your heart against this terrible enemy. As the sound of a trumpet gives the signal for a combat, so sad thoughts apprise the devil that a favorable moment has come for him to attack us. Yeah. I just think I was like, whoa. I was just kind of blown away when my mom sent me that. Um, It's so true. Like, and keep in mind that he didn't even say uh, pray. You can most certainly pray. Pray without ceasing. So, so, so important, guys. But sometimes if you find it really hard to pray and you find that you're still falling into those temptations, those thoughts, like um, the beginning where St. Francis de Sales said, when you find your heart growing sad, divert yourself without a moment's delay. Find something to distract yourself. You know, when you find yourself kind of going down the rabbit hole and just forever falling and feeling like you're never going to hit the end, the bottom, um, just distract yourself and don't distract yourself with social media guys because that could also be a trigger um if not something that could cause you to feel this way in the first place so i recommend picking up a book um a book that i've been reading recently well i'm going to share two of the main books i've been reading recently actually three um, one of them is more of a devotional, and I think that you guys would love this. Um, and it's 30 Days with St. Therese. Tom- it's by Thomas J. Crawwell or something like that. I probably said his last name wrong. I'm sorry. But 30 Days with St. Therese is just, it's a tan It's a tan book. Um, not like colored tan, but tan is, you know, the publishing. So you could go to www.tanbooks.com great one I've and it's so short and tiny and if you find it hard to just like sit down and do devotionals or just do things every day or just pray this is such a good one to go to because it starts out with um, a little excerpt from the story of a soul so good I've been meaning to read the book but I've read so many excerpts from it I'm like I wonder if it adds up to the book yet but I'm gonna actually read the book um there's like some sort of main topic then there's a little small excerpt from story of a soul it's usually from like just random chapters. Then there's a few Bible verses, 
I'm usually like two or three. And then there's today's meditation, just something to ponder upon and then a prayer. And then at the end, it says, St. Therese, Little Flower, pray for me. Such a great book, devotional, whatever you want to call it. It's amazing. I've been trying to do that almost every day for a week now. And it's just a 30-day thing. So even if you miss a few days, you can just pick it back up where you were. And then I am reading Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. And I'm doing that kind of as like a devotional thing. I've been behind on it a lot. But um, I was trying to read like a chapter a day. I'm only on chapter three now. And I started that like two or three weeks. Oh, two weeks ago, I think. Um, so kind of behind, but that's okay. Um, so I have that. It's a good one, guys so good and I think a lot of what I'm kind of talking about is addressed in here like the first few um I want to say the first few chapters talk about like the law of human nature and which I feel like is a good place to start I'm glad he started there because it creates a really good foundation for what he builds on throughout the rest of the book because I was looking at some of the chapter titles so I'm so excited to read more to more of that <laughs> been putting it off <laughs> again haven't really had a lot of energy or like when I have the time to do it I'm like uh, but it's fine it'll be okay and then I've also been reading Voyage of the Dawn Treader and guys I know I've gone on and on and on and on and on about Narnia And I know I said a lot of ons, but that's the truth. And I need to let you guys know that this book, oh my goodness, it's brought me to like puddles of tears. And I know you're thinking, Allie, you're just emotional or you're just overreacting. But I'm telling you, so, 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 so healing. And I'm not even going to like explain why, because, um, I need to finish the book first and it would be great to have an entire episode on this book or I don't even know if I can do it in one episode guys but all I have to say is that it's so healing I want to say it's my favorite book in the series so far um and I know it's I keep saying that like one book is my favorite and then the next but I, I think I might be like telling the truth now it really is just so healing, and I know everybody's like, oh, Eustace is annoying, because, you know, you don't know the real Eustace, because if you've seen the films, like, Will Poulter did a great job. He really did a great job. I don't think I can see anyone else playing him. Did an amazing job, but I think I blame the directors and the screenwriters more than anything, because they took out my favorite part. Um, That was the one thing that put me to tears, in the moment when I read it, I was kind of like shaken up a bit, but I didn't cry. And then it was like, I want to say like two days after I read that part, um, I literally was in a puddle of tears. I could not stop crying. <laughs> so there's that, but there's some books for you guys to read. Add to your summer reading list. Please read them and talk to me okay have like a little book club or something um and then again back to the songs the song recommendations 
This is not a Christian song, but has an amazing message. It's clean, guys. Love it. British band. They're called New Rules. This is the name of the band, New Rules. Um, they are pretty new. Um, they've been releasing some singles for about a year, about a year or two years. Year to two years. Um, but they have this song that got really popular, I think, through TikTok. I don't have TikTok, guys. Um, but it's called Pasta, (laughs) and I know what you're thinking, a song about pasta, what? Um, no, it it is amazing, it is such a bop, and in addition to that, the message is so good, um, and it's called Pasta because it's kind of like this conversation between, um, a guy and his girlfriend, and he's like, hey, you want to go out to dinner, kind of, and then she's like, it's all right, you know, I feel fine here, like, we can just kind of chill, and he's like, okay, whatever, we can just make something here, or whatever, um, and, but she told him the truth, though, you know, she said, all I want is a bowl of pasta, um, and so there's, the the lyrics in the song is, like, all she wanted was a bowl of pasta without anybody looking at her, um, and then he's, I guess it's like, I can't remember what the next lines were. I said, baby, what's the matter with that? Um, just look up the lyrics, listen to the song. I can guarantee you that you'll have it on repeat. It's an upbeat song. So good. And it has such a great message, you know? She's kind of like, there's been pressure on me from society and stuff to look and act a certain way like if you go to a restaurant you feel like you are obligated to order a salad I think we've all kind of been there at different points of our life or you see someone next to you ordering something healthy but you're like craving that amazing pasta then you look at the calorie count and you're like man should I should I not and um or maybe you're not paying attention to that but you're still like there's just something in the back of your mind that's just kind of saying well no you should get this because It'll make you look better. And I think if you ever feel like you have to eat a bowl of salad in front of a guy (laughs) or in front of people, like, take a step back and tell yourself that you deserve that bowl of pasta. (laughs) And especially if it's a guy, if you feel like there's this pressure to, like, look or act a certain way around a guy, dump him, okay? I've never been in a relationship before, but I can guarantee you that that's not a good sign. Um, so just, just watch out for that. But basically it's kind of talking about how she feels like she has to act or look a certain way and it makes her feel like she can't eat what she wants to eat or whatever because she feels like she needs to eat healthy, etc. And let me tell you guys, it was such a sweet song. I was like, get you a man who treats you like this. That's That was my immediate reaction. <laughs> so sweet. I loved it. Um, the message was just so positive. Made me, like, so happy when I heard it. Could not stop listening to it. So please listen to Pasta by New Rules and let me know what you think. I'm not forcing you to listen to any of these things or read any of these things. These are just things that I feel like go with what we've what we what I've been telling you guys in this episode today um and I want to apologize for keeping this 
long, <laughs> longer than I thought it was going to be. And I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Um, there is one last song I am going to mention, or one or two songs. Um, this song really resonates with me, and it's called The Lakes, and it is by Taylor Swift. Um, all the songs I'm mentioning, guys, are clean. They're all safe. I've listened to them probably, like, 30 times now. <laughs> it's okay, though. Um, and I've, like, sat there and just, like, interpreted them, come up with, like, music videos in my head, and what I do in my free time. <laughs> I just love analyzing literature and music those are like oh oh, and like bible verses and stuff well i guess like you know well i guess you can't analyze bible verses but you know what i mean like reflect on bible verses so fun but this next song i'm going to tell you guys about is well i actually told you guys what it was but um i'll tell you guys what it's about so, The Lakes by Taylor Swift, from my interpretation, my dad and I were actually trying to figure out the interpretation of the song. It was kind of funny. Um, my dad's like, well, maybe it's about Taylor's desire to, um, like, not be a celebrity anymore. Like, she feels like she doesn't like all of, you know, the pressure that she feels like she has or how she feels like there's just these these fakes, you know, these people that just want to tweet about her or, or or take pictures and this and that. And she feels like she has no privacy and she really just wants to just run away from all of that, escape from that. And that was kind of my dad's interpretation. I was like, that fits really well. And I liked that. And then my interpretation was a little bit more deep and I was kind of like, maybe it's wrong but this is just what I felt from it and I was like okay when I was thinking about the song I was feeling the vibes of like the desire to be born in an earlier like time period and how you just feel like you don't fit in in the world and she kind of mentions that um and this is what I <laughs> I texted my dad I was like Okay, I have often felt like I don't fit into this world world, or wish that I was born in an earlier time period. I feel like education, the arts, and just the little things were different and suit me better in the past. In addition, I have been finding a lot of consolation in God's nature, which she mentions quite a bit. It's just like nature in general. Um, and she said um, in the song, she kind of talks about how like she's, she's being fro- like she's frozen. And these like and wisteria is growing over her, which is a type of like flower or plant. And like recently I've been feeling like pretty dormant and like I haven't really been able to make a lot of progress and I therefore I haven't really been very proud of myself. And in addition, she's like kind of talking about how she wants to live a life where people just live their life they just don't have that desire to tweet about it um and she says something about like walking clones or whatever and when I heard that song lyric I was interpreting it like 
no one wants to embrace being unique or themselves anymore. Everyone wants to be like this person or that person or act a certain way or are influenced by people on social media or people that they think are better than them. So that was my interpretation of the song. I personally love this song and I love how the beginning of the song it sounds like it's the instrumental part like the accompaniment whatever you want to call it is coming from like a record player or an old radio um from like the 30s or 40s which to me is just like oh I love that um it's like nostalgic but not even nostalgic because I'm not even from that time period so I just there's there is just a lot of feelings that I experienced while listening to that song and I think that if you have been feeling like that it and I feel like it just goes well with this topic of this episode so there are those songs um I am going to mention too I'm not going to like interpret them or anything um but Queens it's called Queens Don't and it's by Raylan it's It's kind of, like, country-sounding, but it's not annoying whatsoever. I'm picky about that stuff. And um, there is another, like, there's this is, like, an old Taylor Swift song called Hide Together with a Smile. It's a really sweet one. Um, And it it does talk about, like, kind of what I was saying, like, much earlier on in this episode where sometimes people just put on a smile, put on a face, and you don't really realize that they're struggling or they're hurting inside so that's just something that I was able to feel and and just you know she even kind of mentions that in you know some of the lyrics in that song so I hoped you enjoyed those book recommendations and song recommendations and that quote from St. Francis de Sales that I share with you guys and if you want me to send you that quote so you can have it and you text with me, I mean, if you're my friend, um, I'd be happy to send that to you, um, or if you want some of those songs, I do have a Spotify, um, my Spotify is Allie Grace Pevensey, and I started a playlist yesterday called, let me see what I called it, me being like my angsty self (laughs) no um it's called i'll find my place in this world and it has most of those songs on there oh and another song i do want to mention is called same god by hannah kerr i heard about this song from my friend and i kept seeing it pull up in my like youtube feed for several weeks and then when my friends like shared it about it and i was like okay i need to listen to this song so i did beautiful christian song love it so good um so yeah i i I apologize for this episode being so long but i felt like i had a lot to say and i wanted to get that out there and i've tried recording this episode like two or three times but then my app has been acting up and i was only able to get a few minutes in because i would have like dinner or other things that i had to get to But I really wanted to sit down and make this episode for you guys because I know I'm not alone. And I want to dedicate this episode to anyone who has been experiencing these same feelings. And I want you guys to feel like you can be proud of yourselves, even if you failed. 
and I also want you guys to feel like you can get back up again, you know, have that grit to move forward. That's something that I'm really, really trying to work on because I'm trying to get into a certain school and it's going to be kind of difficult. Um, but I have a feeling that if it's where I'm meant to be, like God will lead me there. So I am willing to work hard to get into this school. Um, and I'm hoping to one day go to another school in another country. I doubt that will happen, guys. <laughs> it's my dream to go to Oxford um, and study English because that's where C.S. Lewis taught. We'll see where God leads me. Right now, I just... Picking myself back up again. Getting that grit. My dad made me start listening to this audiobook called Grit. Um... Highly recommend. Super good. Everything was kind of like, whoa. Um, and the statistics and everything. Like, this author is amazing. So, um, I guess just look at that book if you're interested in that. Maybe go to your local library. If you, you know, need to learn a little bit more about grit, people that... Those are the people that end up being, like, the most successful. Um you know, those people who can keep on going even if they fail. Um, Like, you may not be, like, the smartest person. Like, you could be in a room full of, like, very intelligent people, people that are super successful, and you could be kind of, like, like down there, you know, lower on the scale to their standards, but you could end up being more successful than them because they might not have grit, but you do. So keep that in mind in terms of, like, when you're thinking about failure or comparison and stuff, like, think about how, um, it doesn't matter how successful you are, how smart you are, how this and that you are, what a test says you are, because what matters is that grit, that, that ability to get back up again and keep on striving forward, so be proud of yourself, pick yourself back up again, and if you need help, I will be there to pick you back up again, um, I will be there to to help motivate you in the best way that I possibly can. And if you're interested in having like more episodes like this where I kind of talk about that, I would love to do that because I do feel like it just helps to be so vulnerable and open and that's my goal with these with this podcast series is just being open, um sharing just some fun things um whether it's just like playing mash with my sister or what whatever it may be taking just random stupid quizzes that are not accurate whatsoever um or just having friends on here i just i want to share stuff that appeals to people that resonates with people that most importantly makes people feel like they're not alone so here is a voice hug i want to thank you for listening to this podcast episode, listening to this podcast series. Um, And if you're still listening to this, thank you so much. Um, That means a ton. And it's just so motivating to know that, you know, people are listening and supporting supporting me through this. Um, I just want you guys to know that I'm proud of you, even if you feel like you can't be proud of yourself right now.